What's going on, guys? This is episode 7 of the BAM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Petter. And I'm your host, Max Van Dran. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about the NBA playoffs round 2, talking about the X-Factors, the surprises, and what we think is going to happen next. And what's going on, guys? Thank you all for listening. This is episode 7. And, uh, Blake, how do you feel the playoffs have gone so far? Uh... I'm being honest with you, I think they've gone pretty according to expectations. You know, coming into it, I think every single team in the playoffs, except my beloved Mavericks, are, are in the are in the playoffs, and that's what I pretty much predicted. So, yeah, I I had a pretty sad beginning of the first round. I had to watch four miserable Milwaukee Bucks Miami Heat games, and then I had to watch. Just got to watch the rest of the playoffs, and it was I thought it was very entertaining. Like the Eastern Conference was good, the Western Conference was entertaining. There's so many storylines that were there, and so first of all, let's talk. What was the one team that surprised you in the playoffs? So, after the first couple games throughout the playoffs, you had the LA Clippers who were down 0-2 playing some terrible basketball. Mm-hmm. Every, pretty much everyone that I've talked to, everyone that I'm close with was telling me, no way, Clippers are done for, Mavericks are take this one, five, maybe six games. Yeah, when the, like ESPN, all these places were talking about how they're going to blow up the Clippers and all that stuff, yeah. Exactly, and nobody thought the Clippers would come out of that series. Mm-hmm. The LA Clippers came back and won in seven games, won four of the next five games demandingly. Like, it was bad. Not, yeah, not even close. And so... The way that they came back, that that was the biggest surprise of the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. It was it's just funny to see how the narratives change game to game. It was like game one, it was like, okay, Luca just went off. Game two, Luca just stole both games those, in Staples Centers in LA. Yeah, those first two games, Luca bullied LA. Yeah. They bullied them. They did they didn't have an answer for him. Yeah, and then you go to Dallas. And then Kawhi just decides to be like 2017 or Toronto Raptors Kawhi. Then you have game, what is that, game six is where the Mavs, yeah. the Mavs lost that game, right? They lost at home again. Yeah. So the first six games, there was not a single home win. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Because home, yeah. home court advantage, especially now that they're letting fans back into, into mm-hmm. the arena. That's big time, and you have to take advantage of that or else it's not going to be good. Yeah, and then the Clippers, just behind Kawhi. Kawhi was playing like a superstar. And it's crazy because mm-hmm. Kawhi this year, I haven't heard anything about Kawhi this, Kawhi that this year. Kawhi is a, a what's it called, a, a sleep, sleeper, you know? Yeah, he's, a, he's, the, he's, the, he's the sleepy superstar. He's a sleepy superstar, and nobody thinks much of him until you play against him. Yeah, it's... I think after that first year, last year, and then in the bubble, how they collapsed, we kind of all lowered our expectations. We didn't expect too much from them. And then now, we just let them play. We see where they actually are, and they proved that they are still pretty good. Um, Except, you know, they just, there were some troubling coaching decisions there that I just wasn't a fan of with Ty Lue. On how he played defense, and it was bad. Yeah, but it's crazy because you don't think Kawhi. Kawhi this season, 
Averaged 25, 6, and a half, and 5. That's pretty good. Those are great stats. Like, mm-hmm. And we, ca- I ca- we came into the playoffs thinking, oh, Kawhi, he's, he's washed up. He's not, he's not who he was last year or years, years before that. Yeah. Then he comes out and just bullies the Mavericks. Yeah. Not in the first two games, but after they went down 2-0, Man, it was it was scary. You didn't want to be in Kawhi's way. Well, I think that whole series it was talking about it was just coaching decisions. But the Clippers advanced. They did. And they were able to now they're going up against the Jazz, which I think is just not it's it's an interesting match and in, very interesting matchup. Yeah. Because they don't like to go into the paint. No. And the Jazz bully you if you try to go to the paint. Exactly. It's like I, I don't know I don't know who's gonna come out of this. You know, they're both great teams. They're both very different. Both mm-hmm. very different teams. But you know I mean Donovan Mitchell did drop forty five. But think about it. So uh Quinn Snyder mm-hmm. had all week to prepare for whoever they were gonna play. He could, he probably spent about three days on the Mavs, three days on the Clippers. Oh yeah. Into a game seven, and he was just sitting there waiting. Yeah. Ty Lu only had that plane ride to Utah, mm-hmm. right? It should it should be a very interesting um, matchup. I think that you can't. There's no way that they're gonna. I don't think there's a chance that they steal a game in Utah. Utah yeah. just uh, that that place is. You don't you don't steal home wins from utah it's just one of those environments because they got full fans that stadium last night was live yes it was and with donovan mitchell playing good and if they're playing good defense they get 18 from uh jordan clarkson you get 18 from uh boyan bogdanovich you get almost a double you get a double double from rudy i mean i'm happy yeah, I'm happy as a team. Clippers with the amount of, with the amount of time that they had to prepare for Utah, and they went out there and still basically lost by a shot. They missed the last couple shots to send it to overtime. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty scary if you're Utah. That's and, pretty scary. Uh, yeah, I would be scared if uh, Kawhi only had 23, and he didn't he didn't shoot. I mean, he shot okay. He was nine for 19. That's not the greatest of numbers, but. Someone that has to play better is, I mean, Paul George. Playoff P. Playoff P. You, you can't, you don't win games shooting four for 17. Golly, dude. You don't, that's not how, it, that's not how it works. But, I mean, he still put up 20. He still well, put up 20, but Luke Kennard, oh, who, he came out. who he everybody, came out everybody forgets that actually is still on the team because Ty Lue just decides not to play him. Scored 18. Ty Lue's rotations are just weird. DeMarcus Cousins got playing time last night. Didn't play him all series in the Mavericks against the Mavericks. I forgot that DeMarcus Cousins was even on the team. That's how up, bad it was. He put up some quality minutes. I mean, a whole, four a whole, minutes. A whole four minutes, and he had... Six points. Yeah, six points is, and three rebounds. That's not bad. But, and Terrence Mann only gets, what? Eight minutes. Eight minutes. He's not. The rotations are interesting. Like he played Rondo twenty-eight minutes. He played Luke Kennard twenty-nine, Zubak twenty, Jackson seventeen, Marcus Morris thirty-three, Batum twenty-one. It's just a weird rotation. I think Luke Kennard kind of stole some Terrence Mann minutes because he was just hot. Yeah, I agree. 
And if you play, and if you play hot, then I mean, you can't can't just not play them. So, I think with you, Utah is in a great spot right now. I think Utah will win this series. I think it will be a quick series, not okay. a sweep. I'll give Utah six. I'll, I'll give Utah in six. I think Donovan Mitchell just he's made for these high pressure moments. I mean, he almost won that series in the bubble. That was one of the most entertaining series of the bubble. If he keeps putting up numbers like he did last night, they're going to be tough to beat. I mean, Rudy had two blocks, 12 rebounds. I think I think it's just how you play, what rotation you play for the Jazz. Like, If the Clippers want to play small, they can, but you can't really, the Clippers don't have the size that they can go. Like you can't play Zubak. You can't play him against Gobert. I mean, the you fact can't. the fact that Zubak played twenty minutes was kind of shocking. I thought it would have been interesting if he played Demarcus. Yeah. Play Demarcus more minutes, and you space the floor. You kind of force Rudy out a little bit, but I mean they're one of the top five defensive teams, so I think they could just they're they play both great man, great zone defense. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I don't think I just yeah. Do you think the Clippers even have a chance? I think they do. If Kawhi comes out like he did in Game Three, Game Four, Game Six, and Game Seven against yeah. how he did against the Mavericks, yeah, I think if he comes out like that, then it's gonna be a great series. Who who's the Clippers X factor need to be in order for them to win this series? Uh, their X factor. Because I think. That it's Reggie Jackson, right? It's I think it's either Reggie Jackson or Rondo. It's one of those second. It's the guards. It's the playmaking yeah. guards. Rondo may not be able to score, but man, can he facilitate? I think I think Rondo's gonna be the X factor. I I can see I can see Rondo or Reggie Jackson both both playing that that guard role really mm-hmm. well for the Clippers these past past like. Past series, you know. Yeah. Like it's, the playoffs so far has been interesting. What about the, the Jazz? What did the Jazz need? Who should the Jazz be forcing the ball to, or like, who's their X factor? Joe Ingles. It's Joe. It's Joe Ingles. It or Joe Ingles. I think it's the. I think it's all the forwards. Yeah. Like it's it's Boyan, Royce O'Neal, and Joe, because they're they're kind of like that core they'll play dirty yeah they're they're the um outspoken emotional leaders of this team Yeah, they need to come out come out and play and they need to the jazz the jazz want to win this series they got to get good minutes from joe ingles and all the forwards there for sure yeah because i think donovan mitchell's gonna do donovan mitchell rudy rudy's gonna do rudy it's those other guys that need to rise up i mean even jordan clarkson will do Jordan Six Clarkson. Six year, Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, and they didn't. Uh, no, no, Mike Conley. Um, that, that is true. Uh, that's he should he should be back soon. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not completely sure when he's gonna be back, but as soon as he gets back, man, that's gonna be a big time help to the Utah Jazz in this series. And if he comes back early, maybe it's a five game series. Yeah, I he, think I think Utah is just way way too good. Yeah. To lose this series, he, I mean. He just, Mike Conley just controls the pace, you know. He's he's one of those guys that just controls the pace of the game. 
yeah, I I think he'll I think he'll be great. He should he should be back for game two. Who we'll see what happens there. Um, but we got another series to talk about in the Western Conference. We got the Suns versus the Nuggets, and that game was so much fun to watch, especially that third quarter where it was like a nineteen point swing, like. No one was stopping the Suns in that run. For real. Can we just talk for a second about Mikel Bridges? Mm-hmm. Not known for his scoring. Nope. He doesn't score the ball. The... Comes out and puts up 23 in the first game. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He averaged nine points that whole uh, Lakers series. But I think he is one of those guys that he can do that. He can sh- score 23 off four for eight threes he plays defense insane defense he's one of the best defenders in the league for sure um it's good it's gonna be interesting throughout the series um mikhail is probably gonna be in charge of guarding michael Ford jr maybe a little bit of aaron gordon he's good but yeah. he can guard the he guard can guard, he yeah. can guard the guards too i mean he he's he's one of the greater defenders in our league today yeah if like jamal murray was out there they'd probably yep. put jamal with mikhail i, I mean, mean that's just the he he's known for his defense that's that's how good that's how good defensively he is he's not known for his offensive ability he's not known for his scoring mm-hmm. i mean in the regular season he was averaging 13 and a half yeah it was a it was a it was a breakout year but i think it was good to see him play like this i mean you got Devin Booker, he didn't play terrible. I mean, he, the shooting for this team, they were just on fire. Mikael Bridges was 8 for 12. It's unbelievable. Devin Booker was 8 for 12. Chris Paul was 8 for 14. DeAndre Ayton was 9 for 13. I mean, they were just shooting at such a high percentage that wow. that third quarter, they just, they just blew it open. And I'm happy to see that the Suns are rolling. I love it. I want to see CP3 get his first ring, man, so bad. I think this team is one of is probably my favorite team to watch that's in the playoffs right now. They just yeah, seem like a there. fun core. I like the role players. Like I love Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder is a beast, man. Jay Crowder has that attitude. Tory Craig. Campaign has been playing really well. Oh yeah, I Cameron mean, Payne, great backup for CP3. CP3 is really. Mm-hmm. Really, uh, get, teaching him his ways and stuff, and I've seen tremendous, tremendous, uh, what's it called? Uh, improvement. Improvement from Cameron Payne, and it's it's crazy. They scored a hundred and twenty-two points. They won one twenty-two to one hundred five. They were only thirteen for thirty-four from three. I mean, they didn't shoot it a lot, but I mean that's thirty-eight percent. That's not bad. But D-book, di- though, D-book only twenty-five percent. Yeah, I mean, well. I mean, it's just it's just one game. I'm not gonna hold anything, but Denver was 14 for 40. That's like, pretty bad. I mean, Jokic needs to probably improve a lot to have only three assists. Like, I think it's interesting how his assist numbers are going down. It's like he had a one assist game. He's had multiple games less with less than five assists. That's just not him. That's not how he played in the regular season. Mm-mm. They got him that MVP. Yeah, I think it's... I mean, he played really good defensively. He had two steals and three blocks. I just think that if they're going to even have a chance, the Jokic versus DeAndre Ayton 
Jay Crowder, and they're just going to try to throw a whole bunch of bodies at Jokic and try to play like a zone on him. Yeah, it worked game one. Mm-hmm. It worked game one. So I guess time will just tell with the Suns and Nuggets. But, man, I'm excited to see what comes out of this out of this series because you got MVP Nikola Jokic, man. Yeah. That's a bad boy. Yeah, I think if we're going with an X factor for the team – Michael Porter needs to. He needs to score. He needs to score more. He only put up 13 shots, had 15 points, seven rebounds. He needs to do better. And for in order for them to even have a chance to win, yeah, games. If they want to win this series, he's got to be averaging 20 this series. Yeah, they have to have that secondary score in place of all their injuries that they've had with their backcourt. Hopefully, they get Will Barton back. That's big time. That's a big time um, miss right there. Yeah, and Jamal Murray, that stings. But I think with Michael Porter, if he plays well, they have a chance. But if the Suns play the same way they did, to be. they are some bad men. They are some bad men over there. But let's let's switch conferences, shall we? Would you like to start with Brooklyn, Milwaukee? Or Atlanta, Philadelphia. We'll start with Brooklyn. Brooklyn and Milwaukee. This is this is a series that I thought coming into it would be the best matchup against the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, you, you'll have Giannis on KD. You can have well, James Harden is out. Chris Middleton is there. Yeah, James Harden played a whopping forty-three seconds in that first game. Exactly, and you also got Chris Middleton. Then you got Drew Holiday to mm-hmm. clamp up on Kyrie. Well, I think that this is actually sh- should be still a good series. I think once Milwaukee gets back to Milwaukee, that's going to be a different series. Because they, like you were saying, you got Giannis and KD. They cancel each other out. I don't know about cancel each other out. It's Like that's the matchup that... KD's still going to get 30. Giannis is going to get his 30 and 11 and 5. Like he's going to get that. Yeah. Kevin Durant's going to get his 30. Yep. But then you got Drew Holiday, the best, the best perimeter defender in the league, I'll going against that. Kyrie. And then I would have said before the series, James Harden versus Chris Middleton. James Harden out. This whole series revolves around Chris Middleton. Let's be honest. If Chris Middleton Easy. plays the way he is right now, they Easy. do not have a chance. He's averaging 15, 15 points a game this year. If, if he if he plays the way he's been playing, they get swept. This this is supposed to be All Star Chris Middleton, mm-hmm. right? Two two time All Star if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Nope. Two time All Star Chris Middleton. Yeah. He needs to be put up putting up All Star numbers like twenty and maybe six. Yeah, I think if this this series alone, they are struggling from three. This series, they're fourteen of fifty seven from three. God, dude. What's that percentage? Uh, That's a little less than 25%. Please, man. And so we got we gotta see better shooting. I mean, Chris let's 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 take a deep dive on Chris Milton for a second. Because I think that he is under the most pressure of this time. Because Milwaukee's sold on Drew. Drew's going like that is a Drew Holiday stat line. A 15, 7, and 5. Yep. Guarding and guarding Kyrie. Like that, we, that's pretty solid. But Chris Middleton, he is in the series three for 13. 
in the entire series. He is 13 for 43 this entire series. He's got to find something, man. He's got to fix something. He's, he's got to get in that gym and start shooting. Like, And he's only shot two free throws. That's not, that's not a recipe for winning. No. That, that's a recipe for disaster. So I'm going to propose this question to you. If Milwaukee loses this series, could you see the Bucks moving on from Chris Middleton? I could definitely see that. I, I could definitely see that. Yeah. But it's 50-50. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked, mm-hmm. but I'm not expecting them to. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I'm just like, I was think, I was thinking about, it. I was spending a lot of time on the trade machine last night. I was looking up Mavericks trades. I was looking at Boston trades, even uh, all of these teams. And then I went across the box, and was like, Chris Milton, not a unfriendly contract. I mean, we say that there's untradeable contracts, but. Yeah. All contracts can be traded. I wouldn't say he's safe. I wouldn't say he's safe if the Bucks lose this series. I mean, you could say like it's the Brooklyn Nets, it's Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Like they're, it's hard to match up exactly. with Giannis, Drew Holiday, and Chris Milton. But it's the numbers that he's putting up that'll get him. Yeah, I mean, look at Chris Stapps. Chris Stapps played terrible in the second that series ended. He's complaining, but he played awful. He doesn't deserve absolutely anything. He doesn't deserve anything the way he played. And I think, I mean, just in general, the Bucks miraculously came across Chris Middleton. He was just a throw-in player in a trade. Remember the Brandon Knight, Brandon Jennings trade? I do. He was a part of that trade. So, Chris Middleton is not safe. He needs to play better. And I think if he doesn't, his future in Milwaukee could I am it's, 55% sure that it could be over if they exactly. lose the series. Like I said, like I said, I, I'm not expecting them to move on from Chris Middleton, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I would not be shocked. Yeah. So, that being said, all that being said, who is your X Factor for the Brooklyn Nets in this series? I think it's Blake. Uh, it is Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Blake I, Griffin is back. I think Blake Griffin is having these, like, spurt of – 2015 Blake Griffin, or maybe that first year in Detroit Blake Griffin. Like yeah. he's playing high, but he also has that role player Dennis Rodman effort. Exactly. He will dive on the floor. He will jump in the stands. He will die for loose balls. He'll get offensive rebounds. He'll yes, do he'll, all this. He'll throw. Like, he'll throw some elbow, elbows. He'll talk trash. He like we're saying, Tony Allen. For those Memphis Grizzly teams, oh. the emo, the emotional leaders, first team all defense. He, he will talk as much trash as possible, and he'll put up three points. Exactly, Blake Griffin. He can score twelve and a half in these first two games, and you know what? He is a hundred percent happy because he's also grabbing eleven rebounds, one half steals, and a half a block a game. Exactly right. He he, he wasn't doing this for Detroit. No, because there's no point. Exactly. But I think with these ex-superstars, like they want to revive their career. They want to stay for long term. So you got people like Blake Griffin. It's like I have less pressure on me. I'm not I'm not even a top 3 guy. No. I'm just a role player. I'm your small ball big. I am just here to have fun and 
play my heart out exactly. without the expectations. And so nobody thinks about him as one of those guys. He's not one of those players that you really game plan for exactly. anymore. You could say, okay, if he beats us, we'll shake their hand at the end. Good game. Mm-hmm. But he's coming out here and he's putting on a show. He's dunking on Giannis. He's getting put back dunks. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen this since either that first year in Detroit or L.A. L.A. Lob City Blake. Oh yeah, so, I think I think that it's a very interesting series. I think that Brook, if Brooklyn wins, they're just a deeper team. And if Milwaukee wins, it's going to be Chris Milton shines, Giannis shines, Drew locks up Kyrie. Yeah. That's the only way I see this series going. I mean, Kyrie's going to get 20. Kyrie's going to get his 20, but... He's one of my favorite point guards, so... Exactly. And then we also have another series. Did you watch this game one? I think we talked about this. We talked about it. I know you watched at least the fourth quarter, but one of the craziest playoff games I can remember since a long... For a long time. Man, that first game was insane. The the ooh, the Atlanta Hawks and the Philadelphia 76ers game 1. Let's talk about this game 1. <sighs> Joel is a late play. They say um like game time decision, he's starting, he's playing. So that's that was good for the Sixers. Yep. But Trey Young was just too good. Trey Young, the way he's been playing these playoffs, you don't want to go up against him. You just don't want to. He's one of those guys that you see he's on that team to go up against. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he he's a villain. He will he will he will just go at you, man. I love the playoff villain, just the overall villain that Trey Young's become. I love the attitude. Trey Trey Young's got a new attitude in his head. This this third year, bro. Mm-hmm. He's he's got a whole new mentality up there. He he's a playoff guy, and I I, I love it. I love that mentality. Oh yeah, Trey Young's a top five uh, player under twenty five years old. Oh yeah, I mean he's, he had twenty five points in that first half. He was shooting amazing. I mean it's one of the it's one of the more impressive performances that we've seen by a first time playoff member. Like he's never been in the playoffs before. Like this is he won his first series. Yeah. He is. Tie, he, the ser- He had a one zero lead against the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. He didn't just win that series though. That first series, he bullied the New York Knicks in that series. Yes, they. It was one of the more impressive games, and whenever he was drafted, we all. There was a lot of comparisons to him and Steph Curry. There was. Do you do you see that comparison? I see a little bit. I see a little bit. Definitely a little bit in him. But you know who else I, I see? There's one. Hold on. There's one difference between them two. What? I think Trey is developing a more killer attitude. The more villain-like, the more killer attitude. Steph Curry was the nice guy. Exactly, and I think that's what's going to be the key to Trey Young's success in the future is mm-hmm. that killer attitude, kind of like the Mamba mentality. 
Mm-hmm. He, he's got that. He's got that attitude, and I I, I love watching it. Yeah, Steph it. Steph Curry. He's the type of guy that drop forty five and then like be smiling. Trey yeah. Young's the guy. If he were to drop forty five, he, he's gonna rub it in your face. He's going to shove it in your face, and he will kick you while you're down. He's that. He's just that type of guy. He just, he's dirty. He just doesn't care, and you don't see him as a kind of player to do that. Mm-mm. But ever since these playoffs started, we've seen this new Trey Young, and I, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, I like this Trey Young a lot more than what I what I've seen before. Yeah, I mean, in that first game, they took a twenty point lead at halftime, and then the Sixers started to slowly come back in that third, cut it down to sixteen at the start of the fourth. And then all, all, all of the chaos, all of the chaos in that final five minutes. Ah, that late fourth quarter. I mean, in that fourth. Seventy six is down twenty. In that fourth quarter alone, alone, I mean, they had five. The Hawks had five turnovers. I mean, Joel Embiid had eleven points. Curry made two threes. I mean, they and I mean, Matisse Thybul was playing some killer defense. Man, that pressure. Mm-hmm. 76ers know how to put pressure on 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 the point guard or the person dribbling the ball. To yeah, court. that that full that full court defense is one is intense. Well, that lineup with Ben Simmons at the one, Matisse there at the two, like that that's pressure enough. Uh, yeah, like that. It was like the Joel, Ben Simmons, Matisse, Danny Green. Danny Green was out there. And Seth Curry, I mean, they played a lot, and they played like they played a lot of different rotations. All right, they're trying to figure out the right rotation. I think they need. Do you like Ben Simmons guarding Trey Young? Because I can't figure out if I really like that or not. Or do I want Matisse guarding Trey, and I have Ben Simmons on like Bogdan? I'd rather have that Matisse on Trey. You know, he's he's a little smaller than Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. more quicker, you know. Yeah. Uh, and Ben Simmons, I think, can handle his own against uh, Bog- Bogdan Bogdanovich. Because, yeah, Bogdanovich is, he's he's my shocker. He is yeah. the most shocking thing I've seen in the playoffs. I mean, he he's developed this killer aspect of his game. It's like that whole Hawks team is just... This whole Different. Hawks team is probably going to be. I think that they're in this range. They're going to be a four to six seed for a while every year, unless something drastic changes and they're worse, or they maybe they're better. Trey Young maybe goes up level, but they're these guys are going to wear you down. I mean, if Clint Capella is still playing like this, double doubles, blocking shots, Man, forcing and- things out of. The paint. Let's not forget about Danilo Gallinari. Like he ain't backing down from nobody. I, I saw the other day. I saw Danilo Gallinari and Joel Embiid getting into it. Oh yeah, in and game two, that was Danilo was not backing down. It's like this whole this whole Hawks team has an attitude that I've never seen before out of them. Yeah, like the the Hawks lost by sixteen in game two, and they were still like they were, sti- they were still going at it with with Joel and all of them. I'm Joel trying to put up forty. I'm trying to think of a team that is. Like that we've seen, that's kind of like this, and I just and I just can't. Like maybe maybe like I I can't I can't think I can't think of a team that's like this. It's just a one of a kind. Like like they 
at the beginning of the season, at the beginning of the regular season, mm-hmm. nobody thought of the Hawks as like, like mm-hmm. wow, they're like they bully, they're like. They're, like, they they're tough that, guys. They're tough guys. They got that killer attitude. No, they're they, kinda, maybe they they're kind of like that as, Pistons, early I, 2000 I Pistons that, team. Like, you didn't see these guys as like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to come at you. I'm coming for your throat. And when you're on the ground, I'm going to keep kicking you. Like, Oh, yeah. You didn't see the Atlanta Hawks as a team that would that would be like that. You know who you else, you know who else is playing good? You saw them as a good. team that would just shoot. or like, I, I, I usually saw the Hawks as just a team that was really good at shooting. You know, they occasionally can rebound, you know. I mean, they are they are really good at shooting. They're thirty one for seventy seven from threes this entire series. Golly. Shockingly, Trey's only made five threes this series, which is unbelievable. Yeah, and he's averaging twenty eight three and eleven. He's playing good, but you know who's also playing good? X factor potential is Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter is averaging he, eighteen. He has a strap. This team has a lot of good shooters, man. You got Trey. You got Bogdan. You got Kevin Herter. I mean, even Danilo, he, he, he can, shoot. He he can, can let it fly. He can stretch that floor for sure. I mean, even Lou Williams. Lou Will off the bench? You kidding me? I mean, Lou Will hasn't played that much this series. Like, he's 13 minutes a game. But still, like, he, he they, they got shooters. And they will always have shooters on the floor. This team so won't. You're going to have to close out. You're going to have to play defense and know, know where the shooters are. Yeah, but let, let's let's talk about the Sixers a little bit. Ben Simmons cannot hit a free throw to save his life. He needs to get into the gym and shoot some dang free throws. I mean, he, how can you be paid, paid thirty million a year to make what? Let's what do you think his free throw percentages in the in the playoffs so oh, far? Oh wow, I'm looking at it. Yeah, when you go twenty five percent from free throw. Uh, they sh- you should be giving back your paychecks. Donate your paychecks to like a basketball camp, and maybe they can teach you how to he, shoot some free throws. He sure as heck shouldn't be getting paid as much as he's getting paid if he's hitting twenty five percent of his free throws. I mean, follow through, hand in the cookie jar. We all learned that as beef. a kid. Beef. Beef. That's all balance, you gotta do. Balance, elbows, eyes, follow through. That's all. Beef. That's all he has to do. But when you're getting paid this much, you're in the highest. This is the highest pedigree of basketball in the entire world. Playoff basketball is a different breed. It's different. Hey, when playoffs start, it mm-hmm. don't matter if you're the one seed or the eight seed. It's a whole new ball game. You got mm-hmm. seven games to prove that you can beat this team in four. I mean, he is uh, nine for ten from the field, though. But that's just because they're all layups. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I, I would hope he's nine for ten on layups. I think that I, this I would is hope a problem. He's 10 for 10. I think this is a problem. I think if the Sixers somehow lose this series, it's an even bigger problem. I could see potential for them to get rid of Ben Simmons. I'm telling you, they they will get rid of Ben Simmons before they even come close to getting rid of Joel Embiid. Oh, Joel Embiid's staying. He's long-term. Like, you got Toby... Tobias Harris is playing amazing. This Great is basketball. a this is a breakout year for him. Um, one of your X factors. He is going he into my X factor going into the playoffs. Yeah. So and my and mine was Clint Capella, and I think they're both showing out right now. And so we should we shall see where this goes. So let's go back. Let's talk about what team is winning each series. What team is winning each series? Okay. Will the Jazz beat the Clippers? 
I think the Jazz will win in six. I agree. But Kawhi is going to come back these next two games, and it's going to be tied. It's going to be a tied series at two two. Okay. And then the Jazz are going to win, and mm-hmm. then they're going to win at home. Yeah. It's going to be a seven or a six gamer. Yeah, I got six. Yeah. Jazz and six for sure. I'm and then I I agree. I think probably six, but if with they have Mike Conley. I might say it's a five gamer. I if think Mike the Jazz. Conley comes back, it could be five. Um, yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Suns Nuggets. Who's winning that series? I have the Nuggets and or not the Nuggets. I have the Nuggets losing in six. There we go. So the Suns are. Jamal Murray's done. Unfortunately, yeah, he was Jamal out. Jamal Murray's done. He's been out. Will Barton could come back though, and that's a big deal. Will Barton is big time, but I don't see the Nuggets coming close to winning the series. I'm going to go Suns and five. Yeah. I'm going to go Suns and five just because the way if Mikel, if Mikel Bridges keeps putting up numbers like he's putting up. And I'm going to be honest, he won't. No, he, he definitely won't. But, like, if he keeps If he keeps defense, playing good. If DeAndre Ayton is still putting up 20 and 10 on the reigning MVP, then my opinion's going to be changing a lot. Diff- and, and you know CP3 going to get his. He's going to get his 20 and 10. D-Book mm-hmm. had, had an off-night shooting threes, mm-hmm. and they still won. By a good amount, so once D Brooks mm-hmm. finds that finds that rhythm from the three point line, he's gonna start getting thirty. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be tough to beat. I got I got Suns and Suns and five. I'm gonna say I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna say Suns and five as well because because of the backcourt for the Nuggets can't compare. Not even, now if Jamal Murray was there. Is it, it's a different it's, it's, it's a different it's series. So different. It's so but, different because his offensive explosiveness, like yeah. But if I'm relying 36 minutes from Composo, then um, I'm in a, I'm struggling. If I'm relying 23 minutes on Monte Morris, 31 minutes with Austin Rivers, he played 31 minutes. I'm just saying, like this is a problem. I'm not that you're not going to win games like that. Uh, Mike Mike Malone is he's a great coach. I think he, he knows what he's doing for sure. But Monte Morris, on the other hand. It's just unlucky. It's just exactly. unlucky. Uh, but let's go Bucks Nets. Uh, this is hard because uh, it depends on will Chris Milton show up. I have Bucks in seven. Bucks in seven. That's if Chris Milton shows up. I think the James Hart James Harden's already out for game th- is already out for game three. He's been out the first two games too, though. Yeah, he's so, played a whole 43 seconds this entire playoffs, or this entire series. I have Bucks in seven. I think this is going to be a response. I believe in Chris Melton. I believe in him. I he, like him. I think he's, he's going something. to show out this series. He's got to figure something out before it gets, before it's too late. Mm-hmm. Bucks in seven. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Here, Bucks in seven. Here's a bold take for you. Brooklyn's gonna go up three zero. No chance. I just don't. I just can't. I just don't even. If if the but if Brooklyn goes up three zero, then it's a sweep. Brooklyn's gonna go up three zero. This is a bold take. Bold take. Okay. Giannis, Giannis and Chris Middleton will finally show up. They're gonna win in seven. No bold, chance. Bold take. No First chance. First ever three zero. I'm taking. I'm, I'm taking my bold take of the playoffs. No, there's. Oh my god. My well, do, you think, do you think Kevin Durant would switch and go play for the? Kevin Durant would go to Milwaukee. He would go play for the Bucks. He would go all the way. 
He'll go all the way to freaking Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And play with Giannis. If they lose that series. If they, if they, in that, that fashion. Series, if they blow a 3-0 lead. But my bold take is Milwaukee will come back from 3-0, mm-hmm. winning game seven. I think it's going to be Brooklyn's won the first two. I think Milwaukee wins both games at home. I think Brooklyn takes a 3-2 lead. And I think Milwaukee closes out the final two games. I like that. I, I think that I just think I just don't see how that any other way. But that's my bold take of the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know. It's a it is a bold take. No team has ever come back from three zero. I might regret saying this. You will. But Milwaukee come back from three zero. You will. You will regret. <laughs> and then let's the final series to wrap things up. Uh, Sixers Hawks. Well, I have Sixers and. Seven? Sixers and six. I got the seventy sixes and six for sure. Yeah. I think I don't I I think it's gonna be seven gamer. Like this is just one of those series where it it's just different. It I just got, feels different. I got sixers and six, but I I'm rooting for the Atlanta Hawks. I'm rooting for Trey Young to come out of this series. Maybe it could be Hawks and Seven, but I'm gonna stick to my gut right now. I'm gonna say Sixers and Six. Yeah. Well, that's that's it for today. We're gonna uh, be sure to listen to us. We're gonna have the I'm gonna have the Jasper interview up later this week, and we'll be back to talk about what we think the NBA offseason is gonna look like, and we'll talk more NBA playoffs. It's gonna be fun, guys. Stay tuned. We got a brand new segment coming up soon. Brand new segment. I'm not gonna spoil too much yet, but we got a brand new segment coming up soon. I really think y'all will enjoy it. Absolutely, and be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Appreciate y'all. See you next time.